Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm Kristen Holmes, CNN correspondent in for David Chalian. And this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, May 3rd. Political ads, debate drama, fundraising, the 2024 presidential campaign is kicking into high gear for both parties. Debates are a huge part of an election cycle, not just for the candidates, but also for the voters. Well, the current Republican frontrunner for president in 2024 might not go to some of them. Sources who have spoke to former President Trump recently tell me that he has privately discussed skipping either one or both of the first two presidential primary debates. Advisors say his commanding lead in the polls is a reason why. Here's what Trump himself said on WABC's Cats and Cosby show last week. Very well. When you're way up, you don't do debates. If you're even or down, you do debates. But when you're way up, what's the purpose of doing the debate? Now, the debate of the other candidate, you do. You know, you have a Democrat, you have a Republican, you have really an obligation to do that. Another reason could be a little jab at the Republican National Committee. He's complained publicly on True Social that the RNC didn't get, quote, approval from him or his campaign ahead of debate announcements, even though a GOP advisor familiar with the process said they were briefed. Trump has also told a number of allies he doesn't want to debate at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library, where the second debate is taking place, and also where Trump has never been invited to speak. And sources say that is something that he is very unhappy about. But the decision to skip isn't final yet. Some close to Trump told me anything could happen between now and August. That's when Fox News is holding the first debate in Milwaukee. What's interesting, too, is that Trump is scheduled to appear on CNN for the first time since the 2016 presidential campaign at a town hall next week in New Hampshire. One Trump advisor told my colleague Oliver Darcy that, quote, going outside the traditional Republican comfort zone was key to President Trump's success in 2016. Some other candidates are too afraid to take this step in their quest to defeat Joe Biden and are afraid to do anything other than Fox News. I spoke to an RNC source about the possibility that Trump might skip some debates, and they scoffed at the idea. They said, so you think he's going to let Ron DeSantis and Mike Pence get up there and get all the attention? Of course, the Florida governor and Trump's former vice president haven't officially jumped in yet, but DeSantis and Pence are widely expected to. DeSantis has put off his decision until after the state's legislative session, which is slated to end on Friday. But that hasn't stopped super PACs aligned with Trump and DeSantis from running ads attacking each other. A source familiar with the Trump-aligned group MAGA Inc. told me on Monday that it's placing a new ad buy in Iowa New Hampshire, critical early voting states for that nominating process, going after DeSantis and his past positions on entitlement programs. Now, that is after Never Back Down, that is the DeSantis-aligned super PAC, launched this ad, portraying the Florida governor as the future of the Republican Party and a replacement to former President Donald Trump. Decline is a choice, and freedom is worth fighting for. We will stand firm in the faith. We will be courageous. Here I stand. I'm not backing down. Another sign that signals that DeSantis is seriously considering a run, a bill is awaiting his signature that would allow the Florida governor to stay in office while running for another office. This is interesting because in 2018, when he won the Republican nomination for governor, he voluntarily resigned from the U.S. House to campaign. He suggested in his resignation letter to then-House Speaker Paul Ryan that it was the right thing to do to, quote, honor my principles and protect the taxpayer. 
So his own words might complicate his defense if he does sign this bill and run for president. DeSantis hasn't publicly addressed the measure, and his office did not respond to a request for comment. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, who's been a vocal opponent of Trump, is also a 2024 hopeful. He told Hugh Hewitt on his radio show today that he'll make his 2024 decision in the next two weeks, but didn't shy away from criticizing Trump's possible decision not to debate. I'm sorry to see that Donald Trump feels like if he gets on the stage, he's at risk of losing his lead. If, in fact, his ideas are so great, if his leadership is so outstanding, that his lead will only increase if he gets on the stage, not decrease. But obviously, he's afraid. He's afraid to get on the stage against people who are serious. And if he's afraid, he has no business being president. Nikki Haley is running against Trump for the nomination and hopes to run against Biden in the general, as the current president faces no serious competition for the Democratic nomination yet. And while polls show she's got some catching up to do in the primary, she's been pitching herself as a next-generation leader. It's no secret that the question of age and the extent of which voters should consider that when it comes to supporting a candidate are boiling up. Joe Biden's the oldest U.S. president ever at 80. Trump is turning 77 next month. And Nikki Haley, who's 51, is calling out Biden's age at least, echoing on Fox News a common Republican attack line. I mean, this is a serious issue because we all now know a vote for President Biden is a vote for President Harris. And that's not, you know, hurting anybody's feelings or being disrespectful. Mm. That's a fact. She's been calling for competency tests for presidential candidates and other politicians over the age of 75, a threshold that includes Trump. But she conveniently won't connect those dots for Republican voters at this point in the campaign. These attacks and questions about Biden and age will only intensify all the way up till next November. And it's not just Republicans and the media harping on this. It's voters, too. An NBC News poll from last week shows that 70 percent of Americans didn't want Biden to run again, with half of those Americans citing age as a major reason. Last week, after he announced his re-election bid, President Biden had a hard time answering a question about the results of the poll. With regard to age, uh, I can't even say, I guess how old I am, I can't even say the number. It doesn't, it doesn't register with me. And, uh, but the only thing I can say is that um, one of the things that people are going to find out, they're going to see a race, and they're going to judge whether or not I have it or don't have it. I respect them taking a hard look at it. I take a hard look at it as well. I took a hard look at it before I decided to run. And, uh, and I feel good. I feel excited about the prospects. Biden also poked fun at himself and his age over the weekend at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. I believe in the First Amendment, not just because my good friend Jimmy Madison wrote it. You might think I don't like Rupert Murdoch. That's simply not true. How could I dislike a guy who makes me look like Harry Styles? So he's cracking jokes, he says he's feeling good, and his campaign is full speed ahead. Today, his campaign released an ad as part of their seven-figure ad campaign in six battleground states. Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. It's titled Backbone and leans into an economic message striking a populist tone. Here's a taste. Too many people have been left behind and treated like they're invisible. Folks... My economic plan is about investing in places and people that have been forgotten. We're building an economy from the bottom up and the middle out, where no one's going to be left behind. Joe Biden, a president for all Americans. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. 
And while the campaign declined to comment, a source familiar with the plans tells CNN preparations are underway for Biden to attend a pair of New York City fundraisers next week, marking the first time Biden sets out to raise money in person. That's it for today's political briefing. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.